Hello and welcome. I'm Alexander. I'm Simon. And I'm Tony. We are very much knee deep in tech, and this is episode 81, recorded on the 4th of September 2019. And um, we were supposed to be recording this last week, but I think we pretty much ran into all the possible audio snafus out there. So let's just say that audio was unusable. We are never going to use that piece of software again. And uh, yeah, let's try it again. But we did much. record an episode. We did record an episode and um, unfortunately yeah. it was useless. No, this, the episode was great. The sound was useless. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thank you very much for pointing that out. By the way, so, is snafu an actual expression? Yes, it or is. Or did you just make it up? Nope. Situation normal, all effed up. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually heard that before many, many times, but I've never really uh, thought about what it actually means. Okay. It, yep. it, the origins sense. are military, as are most of these weird acronyms. Okay. But we have a fair lot to cover, so I'll jump straight in. Power BI is not getting any more features right this minute, which is kind of weird. But there have been some changes done to the Power BI mobile uh, application, and that's uh, a preview of the new look, which is in... Uh, in, in terms with the new look that just has been introduced to the portal and Power BI desktop. So uh, cleaner, simpler to use, better in, in, in my opinion in every way. So go check it out. I'll put a link in the description. And that's and for iOS and Android, I guess. Absolutely. Windows Phone? Absolutely. I have no idea because <laughs> Windows Phone is dead <laughs> and gone and buried and rotten. And it, did I mention gone? Be kind. Yeah, I no. mean, not, not even you, Simon, are using that anymore, are you? Yeah, but that's not by choice. I'm <laughs> missing so it every single day. So you still have a Windows Phone? No, 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 no. I, I, I would use one if I could get my hands on one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So to any of you listeners who uh, have an extra um, Windows Phone, <laughs> send it to Simon. I'll, I'll put his address in, in the show notes. Oh, that anyway. would be hilarious. Oh, yeah. I would actually be up for that. Speaking of hilarious, the uh, gentlemen of Guy in a Cube, Adam Saxton and Patrick LeBlanc, they are branching out and have just started doing uh, trainings. So they have both in-person trainings and they have recorded trainings. And they were so kind to give us a uh, listener coupon. So using the code KNEEDEEP, 10 in one word, knee deep 10, it'll give you 10% off for either the in-person training or the video training. I highly recommend you go check it out. And I was not sponsored to say that. <laughs> sure. <laughs> or, or you could look at it, you get 10% more of um, the guys. Yeah. No, I mean, 10% um, more Adam, 10% more Patrick. Ooh. That's an interesting one. Seriously, this the, these guys are absolutely epic when it comes to Power BI. So whatever your, your needs are, go check them out. I'm sure they can uh, give you what you need. Yep. And um, this uh, kind of ties into, we were having a discussion the other day about Ignite, right? Yep. And the um, 
the I would say would say the first part of the content catalog has been published, but only four hundred and sixty something slots up so far, and it's going to be thousands of sessions. Yeah, they've actually lowered the number of sessions because when we wrote our notes, it was four hundred sixty nine. It's now four hundred and sixty six. So I wonder which three were dropped. Oh, really? Or well, released it, too early? Yeah, I, 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 I'd have to say that it's, it's still pretty early. So I would yeah. assume that we're going to see more and more as, as time progresses. Yeah, it's usually the number is around a thousand. Uh, so yeah, I think it's not even half up as of, as of today. Cool. So around a thousand, you say? I, I would have thought it was more than that. Well, I think previous years it has been hovering uh, the around a thousand mark, uh, so like uh, eleven hundred, twelve hundred, some somewhere uh, around those numbers. All right, that's that's good to know. Yeah, sure. All right, have you seen anything that um, caught your eye, or have you found anything that sounds interesting in the relatively few sessions that have been uh, um, public? Uh, I haven't even made an initial uh, check uh, <clears throat> yet because uh, I usually wait uh, until there's a little bit more content on there. Uh, and also uh, when the uh, session builder uh, gets online, that's when it gets uh, really interesting um, for real, so to say. Um, so when you can actually make your uh, bookings and stuff. So um, that's when I do a deep dive. Fair enough, fair enough. And the schedule builder... Do we know when it's going to be live? Uh, if I try to remember back uh, the previous years, I think it's somewhere around like a month prior or something yeah. like that is usually the case. Okay, so October then. Yeah, I haven't heard anything as of yet at least. But uh, yeah, around October should be realistic. Yeah, because I decided to just dive into this and see what I could find. And there were some pretty interesting... Uh, things already in there. Uh, one is policy-based security for Azure SQL database. And one of the the, um, the issues with, or issues, one of the, the gotchas with Azure SQL database is that it has no uh, connection to the policy-based security model of Azure. So it's completely uh, separate from Azure when it comes to security. And um, it's going to be interesting to see what they make of this because i know there has been a lot of preliminary work done on it and it is fiendishly complex to bolt on so to speak the azure policy-based security into an already existing product so I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing how they solve that uh, because like we have discussed sql security and uh, such before and to do that without compromising the um, performance of that database must be freakishly hard and as you say also combining the existing security framework with the one available in Azure but it, it's yep. a it's a vital change and something very very important for for them to address it is indeed because it's all about separation of duties uh, traditionally I as a DBA have already and always I should say um, been able to access all the data. Now that changed a bit with 2016 and 2017, but still, in general, there is nothing that I cannot see and there is nothing that I cannot change without anybody else noticing in SQL Server. And the um, the policy-based security would be one way to alleviate that kind of, of things just by separating duties. Yeah. 
And another thing that I saw was very interesting. SQL Server and Azure Virtual Machines reimagined where they're looking at new ways to combine Azure SQL Server and, or I should say Azure SQL Database and virtual machines and kind of get the best out of both. Because generally running a VM in Azure is kind of a, a failure in my book. It's a stopgap. It's something you do before you can take whatever you're using and put it into an, a SaaS service, right? But yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see what they're going to do with this. There was not much written in the abstract, um, but I'm definitely going to check it out. Cool. And as usual, I'm the odd one in our little trio. Uh, so I haven't looked into any sessions as of yet. And when I choose my sessions, I usually at least book myself to eight different sessions at each available time slot. Eight. Yeah, that's the usual number. I try to get it down to three or four when I actually arrive to uh, Ignite, but I have all my options open. And usually it ends me up in running between sessions. And that's, that's something for another episode to be aware of where you put your time at Ignite. If you end up in a session which isn't at all what you expected, it's always good to have some extra options to go to. And it's perfectly fine to just leave a session and head into another one as long as it's room in the other one. Yeah, that's that's a very good point. And also something that I've had a pretty hard time uh, adapting to coming from the past summit, the other big event that I usually attend, because there you build your schedule and there is a set number of um, seats in whatever session there is. And if 60, person, 60 people have, have decided on this session on their schedule and there is a 60 people limit, well, there's no more space. So that means that you go and check into a room. So that's why you have maybe one other um, session as an alternative at any given time. But here, as you say, you showed me this crash course style the first time we went together to Ignite. I was doing the whole deer in headlights thing most of that week. And uh, just seeing your schedule and realizing that it was actually a 2D representation of at least five dimensions where time was two of them was just insane. I, my hat goes off to you, sir. And do remember that the person that has taught me everything in regards to how to behave at Microsoft conferences is actually Tony. He took care of me at my first tech ed and I'm forever grateful for that. Yay, me! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yay you. So the uh, we are all kind of, of working with the Finnish heritage here. Yeah. And also remember that, especially if this is your first time at Ignite, there are, like we have said, there will be somewhere between 1,000 and 1,500 sessions. Mm -hmm. Take your time. Both find, and we'll do a special on this as well, both find good speakers, but also good topics. Don't try to do everything you, every session will be recorded and available afterwards and if you go to ignite with one specific purpose that you want to do this kind of project when you get back home or you want to deepen your knowledge in this particular area there are actually learning parts in the session catalog as well which you can choose and that will then suggest like eight or ten sessions that you should visit during the week to complete that learning path which will give you all the necessary 
knowledge to do what you intend to do when you get back home. Yeah, uh, I actually thought that that was a very good idea. And I think, I believe that is actually a new thing for this year. I, yeah. I, I can't remember seeing anything like that before. Well, there weren't any learning paths per se last year, but I vividly remember uh, they tried to uh, group sessions together in, in kind of tracks or, or whatever you want to call it, but not this. So this is kind of the... Uh, uh, the next step, if you will, on this. It's going to be interesting to see how it pans out. Yeah, and yeah. I think this will be the uh, the way they will do the Ignite tours as well, that you find your learning path and you stick to that over the one or two day event that every Ignite tour will be. Oh yeah, here, here. And we, we will definitely be doing some Ignite specials. Yeah. Uh, for instance, the like we did last year on um, traveling, travel arrangements, on creating your schedule, on whatever you want to pack... Uh, how to move about, and so on and so forth. So yeah, and at least one more interview with Anna Show. Absolutely, I'm I'm all for it. And we also, in our failed attempt of an episode, discussed also having a session or an episode on how to avoid speaker bias, uh, mm -hmm. so that you find the either best speakers or best sessions, regardless of the speaker. Definitely, and one one thing to keep in mind here is my best speaker is not your best speaker and not Tony's best speaker. Yeah. I think we are absolutely in agreement on that we uh, have different opinions when it comes to speakers. Uh, I, I vividly remember last year, uh, Tony, you dragged me to a session on storage spaces with a guy called Nerdpile. Ooh. Yeah, <laughs> Ned, Ned, Nedpile. Um, he's... Uh, He's pretty much, I think, top three speakers on Ignite, uh, together with Sami Laihu and uh, what's his face? There's one more. Uh, but they, they usually rate like uh, top three uh, after each year at Ignite. So yeah, Ned, Ned, Ned is great. And um, I was also, I just want to reiterate, I'm doing one uh, breakout, one theater and one a podcast episode you're doing one breakout one on conference and one podcast episode simon right yeah so it's going to be interesting to see what the it actually means uh, i mean i know what a, a, break, a breakout i know what a, a, a non-conference is and i know what a, a, a theater is but i don't know exactly what it means that we're going to do podcast are we going to be on stage or are we going to be in a podcast booth we don't know we just know but we're going to do it and absolutely please come by and say hi and, and join in the fun we, we will be having a planning day the three of us in a very near future discussing mm -hmm. what kind of swag we will bring with us to ignite so if you have any uh, things that you would like to see a knee deep in tech logo on let us know and for the love of god no mankinis <laughs> I just came back from Oslo, I might add. Uh, I spoke at SQL Saturday Oslo, and I did the uh, Azure Machine Learning for the Absolute Beginner. And um, one of the other guys that were there to speak was Mark Liljeveld. He's from Holland, and he's the creator of the Power Beer logo with um, oh. the... Um, yeah, you've seen it, the, the Power yeah. BI logo with, with beer bottles. And... Um, as he said, he brought 150 coasters with him. He has no idea where they are right now. Oh. They are somewhere. Yes, he's, he's, he's given them away. He's spread them out. 
yeah, they're pretty much everywhere. And the SQL Saturday uh, guys also made their own coaster that said, protect your tables which we found was absolutely <laughs> hilarious. You, you need to collect these for me. You know that you need to do that. Yeah, I've, I I didn't get any SQL Saturday ones. I'll see what I can do, but I have a few uh, Power BI. Awesome. And one of the things that we were talking about was expanding the Power BI um, universe because he has T-shirts, he has stickers, he has coasters. He needs so, a beer. Well, that's one. We naturally came up with great ideas such as uh, Speedos, uh, Mankinis, or other less um, good so, ideas. So I have a, a good text to print on our Mankini if we were to do one knee-deep in tech one. It would say, I don't need a perimeter security solution. I'm confident in my conditional access policy. That was absolutely <laughs> horrible. <laughs> It's actually so bad that it might actually work. Yeah, and the logo on the biggest piece of cloth that you have on a mankini. Let, let's 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 move on. So, was SQL Saturday in Oslo good? No, it was absolutely amazing. Seriously, oh. the the number of uh, super superstars who were there was super high. People were so interested in in everything i had standing room only i had 32 people in a room that fitted maybe 26 or 27. Oh. that was amazing uh, lots of interesting well it was kind of warm yeah lots of discussions lots of great um ideas and, and discussions good food good venue great team yeah every everything was just great i i had a super nice time i hope very much to get back next year great and we were sitting, uh, having a, um, food at the after party and a guy was sitting beside me and he looked at my, my, my shirt and said, oh, knee deep in tech. That, that's a cool logo. And um, where did you find the shirt? Because I want to have a knee deep in tech shirt too. And I told him, well, that's my podcast. I'm one of the, the podcast hosts. And he went, oh, really? I just thought you had swag. So <laughs> it turns out that we actually have fans. Oh. So that, here's that. a shout out to uh, Trail from Sikwasari uh, <laughs> Oslo. So, so nice to meet you, man. And uh, if you're not careful, we just might have you on this show. Yep, absolutely. And we'll, <laughs> of course, send you a mankini. Oh, God. The postage on those must be minimal. Can can we can we drop this, please? <laughs> speaking I think about someone wants a mankini. <laughs> yeah, speaking about things without underwear, you are also going to Scotland. I am. Ooh, nice, nice segue. And <laughs> oh, very sorry to our Scottish listeners. I know we have plenty of those, uh, yeah. but they need a bit of humor in their life. I was fortunate enough to be in Scotland at a certain day when a certain prime minister uh, decided to kill democracy. Oh, no, that's true. I'm, I'm going to Glasgow in, it's actually just next week for Data Scotland. And I'm super happy, super stoked. It's going to be interesting to, to visit Glasgow and, and speak again. And this time I'm actually doing two sessions. One is the uh, infamous, I should say, arguing with myself. 
Subservice BI from an infrastructure perspective. And the other one is a completely new session together with Katharina Wilhelmsen, which is called um, Improving Your Presentation Skills, Practical Examples by Two Very Different Speakers. And uh, we've, we've had a lot of fun creating this, and we've found so many ways that you can do the same thing without it actually being wrong, per se. So yep. yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be uh, very much demos. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> Not very many slides, lots and lots of demos. We also had a blog post from Tony. Uh, following up on last our last episode on how to build a gaming server. Yeah, that is correct. Um, so I did get the time to actually try that out, uh, and I got it working uh, very well on Server 2019. So what I had to do, pretty much to sum it up, uh, is to get the drivers from a Windows 10 installation, uh, in this case, uh, 1903. Uh, and uh, that way I could get the driver installed on the server box, uh, disable driver signing, uh, enable the Windows audio service, uh, things like this, which are needed, of course, for some gaming fun. And then I downloaded Steam uh, with two games and both worked just fine. So that's just pretty much the quick summary of the blog post as well, which you can find at kneedeepintech.com. So all the drivers and stuff, they're the same between 2019 and Windows 10? Well, uh, I think so, because it's still the same kernel, pretty much. So the drivers should be uh, interchangeable as well. As long as the driver, if it has some sort of installer, if it checks if it's a client OS or not. But as long as you just got the bare driver, they, they should work just fine. Cool. Yeah, that's that's an interesting... It's an interesting concept, uh, putting things on a server. I, I still kind of can't get my head around it, but meh, I'm getting old. Yeah, you are. <laughs> and I just realized, Simon, you went to Losco as well. Yeah, and, and I, I, I'm so happy every time I fly to Glasgow with KLM because their pronunciation of Glasgow is as good as my uh, pronunciation of Schiphol. Uh, oh dear! You since you fly to Glasgow. Oh, um, well, so so you you mean that Glasgow is wrong? I, I would say so. Okay, it's perhaps right in Dutch, but not in any other language. Anyhow, <laughs> I uh, attended the Glasgow Azure Use Group first and foremost, and found a most amazing Azure AD security speaker. Uh, oh which, really? Yeah, uh, Thomas Naunheim. I believe his name were uh, absolutely great and uh, it would be super fun to have him on at some point had some great insights into azure ad security and especially hybrid identities and the security considerations in in terms of hybrid uh, and then i spoke at the tech ug in glasgow the day after um, which is always great events a good number of people that attended uh, very nice sessions as well. I was one of three MVPs at this this event, and that's I've been fortunate enough to speak at several TechUGs over the years. Uh, and the content is constantly getting better and better. So especially if you're a UK-based speaker, and it doesn't matter if you speak on Microsoft technology or something else, um, definitely check out TechUG. 
and speak to Mike England in terms of speaking there because it's it's a great opportunity and you meet a lot of awesome people uh, both in terms of speakers and attendees. Yeah, I had the uh, great opportunity to work with Mike uh, during one of the tech UGs. It's super nice guy, super great team. Everything just works. Yeah, I think that's the the coolest thing of all. They are I think it's they're arranging somewhere between 16 and 20 of these meetups every single year and they are always flawless everything just works good food good speakers and speaking about awesome things since i'm a bit of a hardware geek Uh uh-huh october 2nd we have a surface surface stuff yeah yeah. That's what can we expect reasonably? I mean, uh, I yeah. I went and bought myself a Surface Go just the other week, and uh, maybe that was dumb because I'm sure we're going to see a new one now. But what can we expect October two? What's what's your take on things? USB all the things. <laughs> you, <laughs> you will see USB C <laughs> all the things. Yes. <laughs> Uh, I, I do so the the obvious things would be a new generation of the Surface Pro, the Surface Laptop, the Surface Book, and hopefully the Surface Go. Mm-hmm. We we could perhaps also see a new Surface Studio, but uh, I wouldn't bet on it. But the the regular Surface lineup, I would definitely see a refresh on. Uh, there have been rumors of a dual screen device, so a brand new Surface device as well. I have no huh? clue how it would look, but... A Any idea of, of the size of that device? No. I, I th- This is basically going back to Andromeda again, which we have discussed previously, uh, and which I know has been in the works at least. And could it be a fold, folding surface phone? <laughs> a dual yeah, screen. But probably more of a tablet, I would guess. Uh, rather than a phone, but we will see. We have also seen rumors and heard rumors about an AirPod competitor. So uh, in-ear headphones. And hopefully, I, they have better audio than your your Surface. Yeah, I, I would. I would. Yeah, I would love to see Surface headphones too, which would be Teams certified, um, and just a bit better than the current generation. Like actually work? Uh, they do work, but uh, not at the uh, not at the level I would expect from Microsoft or from a pair of headphones that um, should work fine with Skype and Teams. Do you remember that the Surface headphones aren't Skype or Teams certified? Yeah, and we, which is kind of weird, again, considering that they are from Microsoft and they carry a pretty hefty price tag. Yeah, but I, I believe I got the explanation for that. To oh, really? Get, yeah, to get the Certified for Skype or Teams uh, certification, you actually need to have, brace yourself, a dongle. What? You need to have some kind of USB interface, wireless or wired. Oh, is that like for muting and stuff? Uh, no clue. But they would have been forced to add a dongle for the Bluetooth connection to connect it to a PC to make it certified. So if you think about all the Jabras or whatever, they all have a USB 
connection, but you are not required to use it. It's just required for the certification. Yeah. And if if any Teams or Skype expert is listening, I would be happy to get more insights on what's required. Uh, But that's the explanation I've received. But I have extremely high expectations on October 2nd because it's time for a hardware refresh. Yeah, and we're very soon coming up on the Apple uh, event as well. So we're going to see some pretty sleek hardware stuff. from price pricey stuff fair enough but but we're going to see some pretty slick hardware from both of these um both of these companies but are you uh, this is totally going off topic but are you seriously expecting to see anything truly great from apple or just another phone um i'm of the opinion that it is truly great truly new that's a whole different story I don't know. Um, I, I would say that it's unlikely that we're going to see anything new. I know that there are uh, new rumors that say that there is going to be some kind of game, game changer. I don't buy it. But uh, yeah, I, I think that the iPhone is a pretty pretty good product. And Bring 3.5 millimeter yak back. Why on earth would you want to have one of those? It would be a revolution for Apple usage. <laughs> I I have nothing. And on that <laughs> complete lack of a bombshell, I think it's time to end the show. And, uh, well, thank you very much for listening this time as well. See you next time. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. Bye.